we celebrate our victories loudly, but we admit our uh, challenges openly. So I think there's something to be said for that. If someone calls us out and says, I wish Raintree did ABC better, we'll talk about it openly and publicly. And that's something we do internally as a team too. If there's issues or opportunities and areas that we could focus on, it's very transparent. It's in our core values and our principles to have that honest and transparent vision as well. And if we can project that outward, even to potential new clients, they appreciate that honesty. It's not going to win everybody because some people, they don't want to see it in activity or it's a disqualifier, but you can present it in a certain way and market it in a certain way where okay, at least I know what I'm getting, you know, and they're going to be honest with me and they're going to be transparent. Welcome to the Marketing Moguls Podcast, where we talk to the big shots, the heavy hitters, the cream of the crop in the world of marketing. This is a show where we sit down with the most brilliant minds in the industry. And we pick their brains to find out what makes them tick, what makes them successful, and sometimes what makes them want to pull their hair out. Each episode, we'll be talking to top executives, entrepreneurs, even influencers who have made their mark in the marketing world. And we'll be asking them tough questions like, What's the best way to increase conversions? Or how do you come up with a killer ad campaign? Or why do marketers always wear black? But let's be real, we're not just here to talk shop, we're also here to have some fun. So we'll be discussing some of the latest trends, we're gonna be sharing some hilarious marketing fails, and maybe even trying to convince our guests to let us in on their secret to creating the perfect meme. So whether you're a marketer, a business owner, or just someone who's fascinated by the world of marketing, this podcast is for you. Sit back, Grab your favorite drink and join us as we dive into the minds of the marketing moguls that are shaping the industry today. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Moguls Podcast. I've got an awesome guest with me here today. I'm joined by Cameron DeYoung, who's the Director of Digital Marketing over at Raintree Systems. Welcome to the show, Cameron. It's great to have you here. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. Of course. Before we get started, I always like to ask, if you don't mind, could you give us a brief intro to who you are, like how you got to where you are, what you do, and just a little bit of information about who is Cameron? Sure. No, absolutely. So I've been in digital marketing since, uh, wow, for a very long time. I would trace it back to 1994, 1995, back in the dial-up AOL days and building websites and HTML and way before Google, way before a lot of these things today. But I kind of got more into a sales background after college and worked nine years in sales retail with a lot of marketing mixed in, but found that my calling in marketing was where it was at. The hobbies I had success with and some of the side projects I had success with over time were more on the digital marketing side. So I got into healthcare digital marketing, which just happened by the fate of getting into healthcare marketing in 2015. And I've been there since. So now almost eight years in healthcare marketing on the digital side. And I've led teams, developed teams, grown teams on both the sales and marketing side, and also work directly in various elements of digital marketing as well. So now I grew up in the Carolinas and lived in New Hampshire for quite some time and got a little, uh, I wouldn't say sick of, but I was a little... uh, put off by the snow. So I decided to come down to Texas and now live in the suburbs of Austin, Texas. And I'm very happy to have remote opportunities available with Raintree and of course, the way of the world. So it's a great time to be able to be in Texas for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I completely agree. The remote opportunities are awesome. I mean, we're remote right now and it's great that we can just chat like this. 
and we don't have to yeah. go into some studio, even though studios are nice sometimes, but it's nice to be able to do things remote. I love how you mentioned your background in sales. And I wanted to ask about that. What made you make the switch into marketing? Was there something specific that you just really liked about digital marketing that kind of drew you into it? Or did you just not really enjoy sales? What made you make that transition into wanting to focus more on like a marketing career path rather than continuing that path down the sales? Yeah, that's a great question. And I would say that I still love the principles of sales. I love to coach sales professionals and I love leading a sales team. What I found was that the creative side of it, while it can apply to sales and it still does apply to sales to a great degree, was more applicable to marketing. And going back to that uh, 1990s, when I got started in web development, I was one of my first big projects. And I didn't realize how big it was until probably a few years ago, was I built a website for my father's auto parts business. We did live chat and all kinds of things on that. And it was kind of that developmental side before I got into even sales. I didn't realize I was really that much into marketing at the time, but it was successful before its time. And it was so successful, it failed. People weren't ready for it. It was live chat on a website in 1995, 1996. No, that's that's not a thing. But people were chatting and it was overwhelming the team. And instead of adopting it and adapting to it, they shut it down. And I thought, dad, come on, what are you doing here? <laughs> but of course, I love my dad. So he, that was fine. He did that. But what I learned from that was I learned I needed to be able to sell what I was mm-hmm. doing better than I did. I was 15, 16 years old at the time. So I couldn't quite sell that at that point. So going to, I went to university for political science, which mm-hmm. is sales and marketing. <laughs> no one gets it. They say, political science, what do you do with a political science degree? And I'm like, well, it's really sales and marketing and got into sales right after that with Verizon. So that was where I was able to tune that sales background in and then bring together both sales and digital marketing. Because as I mentioned in the intro, I had a lot of side projects. I was helping mm-hmm. people with their, whether it was their political campaigns, their civic engagement and so on, building websites, building ad campaigns, et cetera. And it just all came to the front towards the end of my time at Verizon where I say, okay, you know, where do I see myself as I get older, as I mature, as I develop in my career? And I always enjoyed leading people. And mm-hmm. I think people first, whether it's clients first, whether it's team, whether it's teammates, peers, et cetera. But where did I want to be? Was it sales? Was it marketing? Was it somewhere else? And it just came down to marketing. And I tried it out. It was kind of a trial going into, like I mentioned, healthcare marketing and found that I really loved it and loved the people in it. And when you have those creative sessions, the brainstorming sessions, it's great to talk about sales techniques. It's great to talk about sales, but it was like, wow, you know, there's some real powerful people in this room talking about some great things in marketing. And I just enjoyed it. So yeah, I mean, I can't say that I dislike sales. I love it. Still uh, to this day, I'm a lifetime learner about sales, about marketing, about economics, about everything, but marketing just is where it fell. And I'm just so thrilled to be in it. Yeah. I mean, we're a little bit biased here on the show, but we love marketing as well. So I completely get where you're coming from. I wanted to ask too about Raintree more specifically. Could you give us a little bit of background into the company as a whole? And then maybe talk a little bit about you know the product that you all have and who kind of your target market is and everything like that? Yeah, awesome question. And it's interesting because two companies ago, I worked for my current boss. And I left that company. It was, in, of course, in healthcare marketing and had an amazing opportunity to lead an entire marketing team, not just digital. So I was able to grow, develop, and hire on new people onto a marketing team. And my current boss, she and I went to dinner 
back in, I think it was in May of last year. And she made a pitch for me to join her at Raintree. The reasons were tenfold. There are so many reasons. One was the clients love us. I was like, oh, really? It's EHR, EMR, it's healthcare. The clients really love us. And the culture is going to be great. And there's, you know, there's great leadership and the private equity firm is amazing. And I had experience with a private equity firm in a former company that was, they were okay, but you know, they had their goals as well. And I, of course, I trust my boss and I trust her as a friend. I trust her as a supervisor. I trust her in marketing in general. And I said, okay, sure, I'll come on board. We found, you know, our clients do love us. And that's, I think, going back to Verizon days where one of the biggest obstacles for anybody in telecommunications, especially 10, 15 years ago, was customer satisfaction. Everybody mm-hmm. was upset. Nobody liked us. Nobody liked any of their cell phone <laughs> companies. Yep. It didn't matter who it was. So NPS, net promoter score was important and having clients that were willing to give testimonials were important. So that was one of the first big wins I had at Raintree in the sense of getting to know our clients. And I think Mm -hmm. that's so important in marketing. Sales, you have to get to know clients, of course, but in marketing, you have to as well. And getting to interview them and talk to them. And they were just like, oh, absolutely. I'll talk to you and tell you how amazing Raintree is. And I'm like, is there something that Raintree could do better? And of course, there were some suggestions there, but Raintree has been around for almost 40 years now. And in the physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, et cetera, space, they were a little bit more, we were, I say, we we were a little more widespread in the past across specialties, but we've really fine-tuned it into electronic health records, electronic medical records, revenue cycle, billing, et cetera, in that therapy and rehab space. We're just so well known for outstanding client service. Six of the 10 largest enterprise level therapy practices, organizations in the country use us. So when you put all that together based on that meeting back in May and then coming towards today, it's all proven to be true, which I expected nothing less. But just having clients that love us, having teammates that are so supportive and amazing, having company leadership that's really really great and allows marketing to do what it needs to do to succeed. In any business, there's always going to be struggles, you know, in the sales and marketing side and so on. We have an amazingly well put together sales and marketing team and sales and marketing leadership where we openly communicate. We get along. It's so amazing. But we also have the trust of leadership. And at the very top of Raintree, our CEO, he is extremely supportive of marketing initiatives. If it makes sense, he's on board with it. He has that marketing mindset as well as the sales and the growth mindset. And that's just something that, I mean, a lot of companies will say, ah, we have that too. No, I don't think so. I think it's a rare thing. It's definitely a unicorn in the sense of we have a lot going for us and it's a lot to be thankful for, but we still have a lot to do and, and, uh, and a lot of ways to do it, but no, it's great. Hey there, we want to take a quick second to thank our sponsors of this episode, Tier 11. Do you ever sit at your computer wondering why you're spending so much money on advertisement for your business that drives little to no revenue? Does the idea of another month with low engagement make you want to pull your hair out? Well, you're in luck because the team of professionals over at Tier 11 can handle these issues in no time flat and make you forget all about your nightmare ad experience. Tier 11 is an advertising agency that manages over $100 million in annual ad spend and has more than 15 years of advertising experience. So it's pretty safe to say they know their stuff. Stop wasting your time and your budget on advertising that doesn't work and trust the professionals instead. Head over to www.tier11.com today 
and chat with a team member to learn more about how they can help you get more customers and increase their lifetime value. That's T-I-E-R-E-L-E-V-E-N.com. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, I think you're totally right that a lot of companies claim those sort of things. But you found out firsthand that not only did they claim it, but that they backed it up. It's completely true. And I think that's much more rare to find a company who you can go to and you can actually see that it's really true. All the things that they were telling you at that dinner meeting, it, it turned out to be true. And I wanted to ask too, like you had mentioned that because of you know your immense focus on client satisfaction and how popular you all are with the people that you work with, I imagine that word of mouth is a relatively great way for you all to be known in this space because you're doing such a wonderful job. But I did want to ask, how do you all market You know what you're doing at Raintree to people who maybe just haven't heard of you or who are using some other product or something like that? How do you get the word out there that you all exist and that you do what you do? No, that's a super great point. And I think when it comes to that almost 40 years of being in the healthcare industry, Raintree, I think maybe recent as a year ago, had an impression that everybody knew who they were because we had very loud, vocal, happy, happy clients. And we still have those happy, happy clients, but we didn't. So what we have to do in marketing is our brand recognition is very low. We have competitors out there that are, I wouldn't say household names, but I had heard of them before I got into physical therapy, uh, EMR. So I had heard of them before. So we had to really get into some brand marketing and, mm-hmm. and that's going to be programmatic. That's going to be pay-per-click. That's going to be consistent organic posting, organic updating of blogs and keeping the website fresh. But what we really found and we find it to be super effective is just doing things that are outside the norm, you know, running spots on podcasts, right? Audio spots, targeting client lists and really above all, is staying in touch with our current clients as well. Because to your point, they're going to talk about us and they're going to give us recommendations. And when we have new client calls, they may or may not be willing to take part in those and to boost us to a large degree. But we need to keep them happy and informed of what we're doing as well. So we get them involved in a lot of things. And it's a real wholesale approach, but it's definitely a balance of brand building. We did rebrand at the beginning of this year. So there's mm. a, when it comes to logo and right. things like that, not any kind of naming conventions, but we did a lot of rebranding and we wanted to make sure that people are aware of that. And of course, aware of the things that we do. We celebrate our victories loudly, but we admit our uh, challenges openly. So I think there's something to be said for that. If someone calls us out and says, I wish Raintree did ABC better, we'll talk about it openly and publicly. And that's something we do internally as a team too. If there's issues or opportunities and areas that we could focus on, it's very transparent. It's in our core values and our principles to have that honest and transparent vision as well. And if we can project that outward, even to potential new clients, they appreciate that honesty. It's not going to win everybody because some people, they don't want to see it in activity or it's a disqualifier, but you can present it in a certain way and market it in a certain way where okay, at least I know what I'm getting, you know, and they're going to be honest with me and they're going to be transparent. I think that's awesome. And it just goes back to that fateful night, that dinner meeting. You know, it was a lot of things that were, that were assured and had been well-intended and followed through upon. Absolutely. That feedback, I think, is so key. And I love the way that you mentioned you all, instead of hiding from it or maybe only bringing it internally and keeping it kind of hush, you're like, no, we should probably look at this. Like, let's talk about this. Let's grow from this. Let's work on this. And I think that oftentimes that feedback can be some of the best feedback because it's things that 
you know, might be glaringly obvious to someone else that you just don't recognize because you're in it every day, right? You're yeah. so deep in it that sometimes it's great to get a second set of eyes that are like, hey, you guys should check this out or whatever. So I respect that a lot. I think that's great to have at an organization like yours, any organization really, to take that feedback to heart and actually, you know, do something with it. We've talked a little bit about how you all are marketing things. And then now we're speaking a little bit about how you take feedback into account, you know, how you keep this great customer environment going and everything. What are some of the biggest goals that you have moving forward? Maybe one of your biggest rocks to move in this next quarter, or even just for the remainder of the year, for things that you all are trying to get accomplished at Raintree or get initiated and things like that. Yeah, I think there's an evolution of our product that we want to see move forward. And in addition to that, last year, we had and over 200% year over year growth from 2021 to 2022, which was really, really outstanding. Yeah. So the rock there is that we want to be able to do that again this year, maybe not to that degree, but we want to continue to grow forward. But part of that growth is ensuring that our current clients are taken care of because mm. the danger of any company that's on such a large growth projectile is that people are forgotten. Someone's left behind. And our intention is to make sure that nobody is left behind, that all of our clients are taken care of, that we nurture them, that we communicate with them, the ones that have made us and put us to where we are today by taking care of them through focus groups. And we're going to have events where we have just our clients come to those events, our roadshow series and taking care of them and making sure we're listening to them and hearing their needs and addressing them. Again, it goes back to transparency and honesty. We're not going to be able to do everything. We're not going to be able to move walls every time someone asks us to move a wall. But as long as we recognize that and we're able to articulate the reasons why we can or cannot do things, we're going to be able to succeed with that. But we do need our current base with us to continue that growth. In order to do that, we need them to continue to scream our name from the top of the mountain. Rain tree is, you know, is the greatest at what they do. And we believe it and they believe it. We just have to continue that trend. Absolutely. 100%. That's actually been kind of a topic that we've had flowing into multiple episodes here on the show. Retention recently. We've been talking a lot about that. We've heard a lot. And I mean, everybody here is in the news all the time. You got to think about money. You got to think about the economy. You got to think about a potential recession or whatever it is. And I think it's really shined a light on keeping your current customers really happy. I think oftentimes in times of growth, we focus so much on bringing new customers in that what you said rings so true that sometimes, sadly, current customers might be forgotten about a little bit or just not as much effort is put towards them because you're like, oh, well, they're already a client. But it's like, well, that doesn't mean they're going to stay a client. They might be a client for now. But so, yeah, I think that's a great way of looking at it, that although you're growing, you want to focus on that retention at the same time. I think that's incredibly smart as well. Last thing you'd want is to get a whole bunch of new clients, but not have any of your old clients. <laughs> so... I wanted to say too, we're running a little short on time, but I wanted to ask you, especially because you have such a great and unique background coming from like sales, working way into marketing, specifically working in healthcare marketing, things like that. If you were to look back to maybe the late 90s or early 2000s, like you mentioned, right, and get a chance to talk to yourself and give yourself some advice or give advice to the people that are listening today, what could you give us in terms of maybe tips or tricks on how somebody who's listening might be able to find their way into the type of position that you have today? Maybe somebody's interested in working in digital marketing or working in healthcare marketing or something. Is there any sort of advice you can give about how people could navigate their way towards something like what you have today? Sure. So if I was 
to go back to the 90s, the first thing I would do is start buying domain names <laughs> <laughs> and reselling them. Oh my gosh, that just comes back. I, that doesn't apply to today, but it does in the sense that I would tell people, if you have a hunch and you believe there's something that could become big, AI, mm-hmm. for example, I started getting involved with AI tools almost two years ago, mm-hmm. and now it's humongous. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not yawning about it. Oh, I'm so, yeah, it's so two years ago, but I got ahead of it. So getting ahead of things, but beyond all of that is be a nice human being. Just be a good person. I don't care if you want to go into marketing, sales, economics, you want to be a teacher, you want to be an airline pilot, whatever you want to be, be a good human being and be good to the people around you. Learn, always be learning, improve that 1% every day. You know, you don't have to join the 5 a.m. club if you don't want to, but (laughs) at least wake up before six. But always be learning, take care of yourself because we only have one health, we only have one body. Yeah, that doesn't just apply to marketing, it goes all over the place. If we're good to each other, that's one thing that in my immediate past position, we had a marketing team that just absolutely blew everything out of the water because they were united. We got along, we openly communicated. When we disagreed, it was respectful. And that's what we have now here at Raintree as we evolve our marketing team. We have an amazing team in place right now. We're going to grow that hopefully over time as well. But it's that communication. So it's, again, as it relates to digital marketing and getting involved in marketing for someone to get here, you have to be a good person. You got to talk to people. You got to just do the right thing. You don't have to be an extrovert. I'm far from an extrovert. I just play one on TV or on podcast. But uh, no, I'm to the core an introvert. But I've fought through that and said, we have to be able to talk to people. You have to be able to communicate. You have to be able to learn and just be open-minded about life. And that's that. Absolutely. That's amazing advice. Well, Cameron, thank you for being a nice person and coming on the show today and for flexing your extrovert muscles and coming on and chatting (laughs) with us. It was so great to have you on and to talk to you about all the topics that we covered. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Of course. All right, everybody, that's all we have time for today, but tune in next time for another episode of the Marketing Moguls Podcast.